0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Life of an Average Joe podcast. Brandon Avera here, tired, recovering from COVID. Dude, COVID got me. I thought it was over. Stupid thing. After all these years, you know, quasi-lockdowns, inconvenience, job losses, stimulus checks, nonsense left and right, COVID crap, and what happens? I get it. It really pisses me off. Luckily, <clears throat> I am uh, much better than, than some people. And, you know, I mean, whatever. But, God, I mean, look, it sucked. It was interesting, though, because it sucked for a very short period of time. But it also lingered. Like, it's linger. Like, even now, I still have, like, these... This My throat's a little weird, and I'm tired. Um... I get these spells of like being dizzy. Water doesn't taste right. And I'm a big water fan. I'm a fan of water. I drink a lot of water, but it really doesn't taste right. And I didn't lose my like sense of taste or smell, but for some reason, the one thing that was kind of affected by it was water. Not my appetite though. I was eating like a pregnant woman, Chick-fil-A, canes, Uh, Anything I could make. Uh, I made pancakes one night because I couldn't sleep. I was like, you know what? It's midnight. I'm making freaking pancakes. You're not going to tell me what to do. I was achy and sweaty. Oh, sucks. And then I lost an episode. God, I'm pissed off today. Lost an episode. This episode. So now I got to go back and record it again because the next episode... I have a special guest on and we're doing a promo for it. I just, ah, oh man. It's been a long time since I've just wanted to tell this podcast to go F itself. And I tell you what, today is one of those days. But I'm here and I'm happy to be here. I, I'm not. I'm not happy to be here. Who am I kidding? I don't want to be here today. I don't even want to do this episode today. I don't. I have to record tomorrow. I don't want to record. I don't want to do it. This is why people quit. But I'm not a quitter. This is the life of an average Joe podcast, and we get through it. So today, we're going to try to do it fast. You're going to deal with it. If it's a good episode, great. If you don't like it, I don't care. Ugh, I'm just tired, annoyed. So, <clears throat> you guys ever like in your dating process, right? Maybe you're married now, fiance, girlfriend, engaged, whatever, boyfriend. I I don't know. In some weird threesome, whatever the case may be. God, my stupid voice. Um, But dating, we've all gone through that process. Some of us more than others. It's a horrible process, right? Like dating sucks. It's, it's really interviewing and interviewing sucks. Like I, I always feel like I do pretty good in interviews. Sometimes I'm too, too cocky in my own head. So, you know, when I don't get the job or if I didn't get the job, I'm like, well, that's a bunch of crap, but I'm, I'm not nervous in interviews. I'm not, I mean, I might be nervous because like, I really want the job and I care about it and I'm looking forward to the next phase of my life or something, but I'm not nervous like talking to people, but who likes interviews? We've all gone through that process where maybe you're not getting those jobs like the interview, just you go to one interview to the next and you're just like, oh, you get yourself psyched up for it. And then you just do it and you're like, oh God, <clears throat> God, this voice. This is another reason why I don't want to record this. Cause I'm just, my voice has still got like COVID sick voice right now. <laughs> I'm nasally. I sound like Britney Spears. Um, Dating's like that. You're like, oh I met this girl or this guy for me. i just use me for an example. I met this girl. She's super cute. She's cool. She's, we're going to go out. So we go out and get a cup of coffee. Maybe go get a drink. Maybe go out to dinner. Maybe we, I don't even know what to do anymore. We go, we go to an arcade, you know, like we go to like free play and just like get some beers and have fun, you know, something that's not stressful and relaxing so we can get to know each other. But then you're just really kind of like. You're having fun and you're hoping you're having fun, but you're also like probing and not in a fun way to like kind of see like what they're about. And really, what are you going to get from that? What are you going to get from that date? Maybe another date because you're really not going to know somebody. So you can find out all this information that is allegedly true, but you're really not going to know anybody. So you go on another date. Yeah, great. We're on another date. And you go through all this process until after like a month or two and maybe you sleep with them. Who knows? Maybe you don't. Oh, God, I'm a mess. And uh, then you realize, oh, it doesn't work. Sucks. So you just went through this interview process and found out you didn't like the job. So you move on for the next one. Like, it's just a process. And there's no rhyme or reason to which dates are good or bad. There's no rhyme or reason on how many dates it takes to find out if you even want to spend another day with this person. It can just happen. It can happen in one, it can happen in 15, it can happen in none. But dating is awful. It's not fun. It's it's just not. <clears throat> but over the years, you've had those moments where like you connect with somebody you know, let's say you connect with, you know, somebody you meet at the bar, in school, whatever, and they might not fit your criteria. Like let's say you have your your standard, your criteria. We all have it, whether we want to say it or not. Maybe we didn't end up with that person that fits our criteria, and that's life, but through your life you've had a type. And you can sit there and say, I haven't, but the reality is you have. If you look close enough, there's a type. and maybe like I said you didn't end up with that type but you found one and we've all had the opposite of that like you know like for me like there's always been that weird girl that I'm like yeah she's kind of weird and I'm kind of into it yeah and maybe you hook up with her at a party and you're like that was weird but whatever it was fun or maybe you become friends or maybe you just start dating her I had a weird girl i'm not gonna say your name god guys i apologize for coughing into the mic I, i really should just 86 this podcast and be like see you next week but i'm eight minutes in so here we are it's the covid podcast um but like i had this weird girl i had a couple weird girls Mind you, there's nothing wrong with weird, and weird is a weird, t- weird, weird is really open for determined, like discussion, because what I might consider weird, some people might consider normal. But let's just say there was this girl that I knew in school. She was younger than me. Not like creepy young, but younger than me. And she definitely didn't fit any of my criteria. She was quiet, she was shy. She had like brownish hair. She was cute. But she really didn't talk a lot. She talked to me. But she didn't talk to a lot of people. And matter of fact, she didn't have a lot of friends. She had a brother that I knew very well and a sister that I kind of knew. She had other members of her family, but her brother was in my grade and her sister was Uh, I don't think she was in my grade. She was like right below me. Maybe she was in the same grade as her sister. I don't know. And they were a very much different type of people. What I mean by this is, I don't think they had a lot of money, which who cares, like I did, right? They were sheltered in the sense that I'm sure they didn't watch a lot of TV, I don't think they were allowed to from what I gathered the girls had to dress a certain way, like they had to <clears throat> wear long skirts like dresses like they they couldn't wear quote unquote normal clothes. It wasn't full blown little house on the prairie, but it kind of was borderlining that <laughs> and They weren't allowed to go to a lot of school functions. They didn't go to a lot of the football games. But for some reason, I always got along with all of them. It was very opposite of what I was used to as far as people friends-wise and girls and things like that. Like This wasn't like, hey, we were all going to hang out. Now, their brother played sports. It was different for the guys. The girls were very much like, you stay home, you do this, you li- you clean the house. Like, it was very old school Little House on the Prairie-esque, but what made it weird was they lived right behind this church. Now, that's not weird. <laughs> that's not weird. But I didn't know anybody that went to that church at all, except for them. And what I found out was that it was like a church of all their family. Yeah, immediate family and cousins and all that. But there wasn't any outsiders in this church. And I don't remember the name of the church, so don't ask. God, my voice. But I found this out like, you know, through gossip and then eventually investigating because I went to a church and all this and I would talk to them about it and I was like, they're like, oh, it's a lot of our family. It's kind of small. It's private, whatever. They didn't allow outsiders in. So that always struck me as kind of weird because what church doesn't really want you other people in there? Besides the fact of their whole mission is to spread the word. Look at it from like even a scam standpoint. Why wouldn't they want your money? You know? But it was very weird. Well, we went on through life, and and that was it. Got out of school, did my thing, whatever. So this is years later. I'm at the club, and this wasn't the club in Detroit. This was actually one of the clubs in Novi, and I was running it and kind of getting it going, and, and it was the last little stint I had before I came to Texas. Like the club scene was just like dead after that. And I was done and done with Michigan and done with all my life there and it was just time to move on and I remember running into this girl and I saw her at the club and mind you I'm working so I'm around a lot of people around a lot of women They don't matter to me. I'm I'm working. They might as well. I could sit there and talk to a hundred beautiful women, but when I'm in the zone at the club running it, I'm not thinking about beautiful women. Okay, I'm past that point in my life. I'm focused on the business and the task at hand. So when I saw her there with a group of friends, she looked familiar, but I didn't think anything of it. Obviously, she's grown up now. Clearly, she wasn't wearing Little House on the Prairie stuff to the club. getting ready to kind of wind down the night and I have the security team there and one of them comes up to me he's like hey somebody wants to talk to you well always somebody always wanted to talk to me some vip wants to throw their weight around somebody wants to rent this there's a fight there's blah 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 and I'm like what is it they're like it's a group of girls that she says she knows you well of course they do right I know the owner I know the manager you know that sort of thing but I happen to walk over and it's her. And she's like, are you bringing in Avera? And I'm like, yup, sure am. And she's like, it's me, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to say your name. You remember me from school? I was like, oh my God, what's up? I thought it was you, but I was like, no way. And I start talking to her and she's super cute. You know, she put on a little weight. That's okay though. I'm not judging, but she's super cute. And we start talking and she hands me her number. Just call me sometime. And she leaves with her friends, and I'm like, wow, that was weird. Now I was not in the, I was not dating anybody, I, you know. I was actually on the outskirts of dating somebody. So I was like, do I call her? Do I whatever? You know. And so I thought, why not? So I send her a text. Well, it was one night. Hey, not working tonight. What are you doing? And she responds back, nothing. I was like, do you want to go get a bite to eat and go hang out catch up? Yeah, you can pick me up. I was like, all right, where you at? Well, she was still living at the same house that she was in school with her parents. And I'm like, okay, red flag number one, not because you're living at home. Okay, I understand that that, that might be a red flag for some and I get it. But what if, you know, you got an illness, you got a sick mom, you lost your job, the economy in Michigan sucked. So if she lost her job, whatever, you know, maybe you're taking care of a relative, like maybe you you just moved back because your house is being built. Who knows? I'm not judging. No big deal. God knows I'm the last person that needs to judge about anything related to living anywhere. So I'm like, all right, I'll go pick her up. So I go pick her up. I text her that I'm there, but I go to the door. I ask her which door to go in. You know, she come to the side door. Her mom's there. Her mom says, hi, I remember her mom. And her sister's there with her husband. Her sister looks vastly different. She's not wearing the little house on the prairie stuff. The house though, looks like it's pulled from like, I don't know. They haven't changed anything. Like, it's old. Not, not that I've been there. It just imagines that it was like somebody took a snapshot in the 1990s, and it has not changed whatsoever. They're hanging out, whatever. We're getting ready to go. I say hi, blah, blah. We're getting ready to go. We get in the car. We're going to take off, right? And I'm going down their driveway past the church. But the church, it looks old. I can't tell If it's abandoned, if anybody still goes there, I can't tell anything and I don't bring it up, but it did bring me back to like some of those weird moments. And so we go out to eat. I don't remember where we went somewhere, obviously not fancy. We got some drinks, whatever, and we're talking. So she was telling me that she was married. She had a kid. The guy was super abusive. So they moved back home. Um, so her daughter's, you know, in bed and her sister's over. So she didn't feel bad about leaving. Um, you know, she starts talking to me about how she went to school, like just things like that. And I'm listening and I'm like, wow, I did not expect, you know, her to be divorced. Did not expect her to have a kid. I just didn't. And she's like, you know, but I'm looking to start over and she's real, kind of aggressive in the fact that she's and maybe it's not aggressive but openly very much into the idea of a relationship and I'm like bro we just saw each other after all these years so I don't know if she's just talking that way or she's trying to lay the groundwork but we go to draw I'm like you know we have a couple drinks go drop her off she's like, well, let's go somewhere else. And I'm like, nah, I got, I got things to do. Well, let's go park somewhere. And it's exactly what you think it is. And I'm like, nah, like instantly. No. Now I know what you're thinking, Brandon, really some girl that is kind of cute. You just hooked up and you're not, you're not going to go. Let me explain why. Number one, I hadn't seen this girl in years and she was already kind of weird to begin with. N- Number 2. She just got done telling me about her abusive ex-husband and her child and how she's trying to get it back into a relationship. Do you think the last thing I want to do is hit it and potentially A, get in the middle of some drama, B, get some situation. I mean, I feel like this is a prey mantis situation and I am being trapped. And she aggressively on the way home was trying to get me in a situation. Let's just say that. And I'm like, no, I am not vibing on this. So I drop her off, whatever. She texts me before I'm even out of her driveway. Hey, I hope to see you again. Let me know when you want to hang out. And I'm like, I don't like this. I got red flags everywhere. I'm not a happy man. She knows where I work. Don't like it. I'd say three or four days go by and I don't text her. Phone, text. Hey, haven't heard from you. What's going on? How's work? You want to hang out? And I'm like, oh, I'm busy, you know, but I'll get back to you, you know, tomorrow. If you don't want to hang out, just let me know. I don't want to waste my time. Why I didn't instantly pull that trigger and say, I don't want to hang out is beyond me. Wait a couple days. I'm like, you know what? Maybe she just hasn't dated anybody in a while. Like maybe she's just in this situation. She, you know, I'm familiar, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe let's just try this again and see what happens. Plus what's the hurt in having some fun now that I've spread some time between it maybe the message got across. So I tell you, Hey, you want to go out and get a drink? Yeah, sure. So I meet her up. She introduces me to her daughter. Like that's a red flag for me. Not kids. I love kids, but it's a red flag that after all these years, you don't know me. I mean, you knew me, but you don't know me. You're going to introduce another man to your daughter. And I'm like, "Eh, whatever. So we go out to eat. Equally as aggressive and is starting to talk about how the next time we can hang out and we can bring her daughter to do something. I'm instantly, no, I'm not into it. No, not a fan. Don't like it. But she starts talking about how it would be really good if we worked out. I have a good job. She's always liked me. Her parents, her mom has already said, yeah, I know Brandon, you know, from what you told me back in the day, he's a good fit. So you're already in the family. And I'm like, what? So I start asking her about the church. Hey, do you guys still go to that church? Well, we don't go to that one anymore. We have another one and it's, it's, it's down and there's like the town over. She's like, we're actually going to knock that building down and either sell that land for somebody else or build another something there. But we built a bigger church. Um, it's, you know, she told me the street it's on and we still do stuff there. Uh, it's still family, you know, but I think after a while, you know, you'd be able to come in and you could be part of it. And I'm like, what do you mean be part of it? And she's like, well, I just, you know, we don't take anybody in unless they're part of the family. So who knows? Maybe one day we will be. This girl's planning my life. And she's crazy. And she's part of a cult. Because as I'm finding out about her, I run in to another girl that knew her. Now this is days later, I drop her off at her house. I go about my business. Hey, were you hanging out with so-and-so? I heard that. Yeah. Hey, you need to be careful. I'm like, well, I'm not, you know, whatever. She's like, look, she's crazy. And I'm like, you know what? That's fair. But I ask her why. And she starts talking about how she knows her sister and her sister was dating her brother. And then when her brother wouldn't like take it to the next step and wouldn't sleep with her after the first night, she got real aggressive and kicked him out and went on to the next guy. And then the next guy until she finally found one that married. And now that guy works for the church and works for the family. And that she's not even allowed to go to church functions because she's not in the family. And I'm like, what? And she's like, seriously, they are trying to get you into the family and get a husband. And you will start working for them. And then you will be in their little church cult. And I'm like, look, the word church and cult together, like, can we just call it what it is a cult? And I go, what religion is it like? You know, are they Mormon? Are they this? And she's like, no, no, no. She's like, I don't even know. They believe in God, but they believe that it's only their teachings that are the right ones. And they're not going to give their secrets up or the real word of God to anybody unless it's part of the family. They believe they are the chosen ones to lead the way into heaven. And I'm like, you're making this up. Like, I know they're weird and Little House on the Prairie-esque, but no way. She's like, I'm not kidding. So I start to investigate even further. Meanwhile, this girl has definitely been texting, calling, being aggressive. She was so bad. One day, I went to work. And I went out afterwards. Went to go hang with my people. And actually hang out with this other girl that I'd been back and forth with. And... I didn't call her or text her because I'm not gonna text this crazy chick I'm busy like i didn't we didn't say we were gonna hang out. she knew I was working. She showed up to my buddy's house in the morning where she thought I was with breakfast, brought coffees, egg McMuffins, and asked about me at like seven forty five in the morning, and they're like uh I haven't seen him. I don't know if I'm going to see him. I'll see him tomorrow, maybe. Um, Did you call him? Yeah. And like, was like, well, we were supposed to hang out, which was not true. And left the coffees there and all that. And then left. Swung by my apartment. Left a note on the door. Hey, where were you? I was worried about you. How come you didn't text me? Got freaking crazy, right? Mind you, I never said I was going to hang out with her. And mind you, I've still yet to like sleep with her. You know, some people can go crazy when that happens. I didn't do it. Well, I start investigating. And I start finding other people that are connected to this family or that were friends with the brother. Who, mind you, the brother has moved out. He's out of state, married. He's not even connected to this family anymore. Apparently they do believe that they are the chosen family and that these stories and and secrets of the Bible have been passed down to them through years and they are the only way that somebody can be saved and the only way they can get into heaven is through their church. No other church... And the reason that it's only family is because it's such an important message that they can't share it with the outside world, which goes against everything, really, because you would want to save people and you'd want to share that message. And I found this out through numerous sources. And I'm like, you know what? Instantaneously done. Believe what you want, but I know how this ends. I'm not drinking Kool Aid. I'm not going to go to some meeting and get shot. I'm not. This is not some Branch Davidian, uh, the Duggar family crap, okay? I'm I'm out. I'm out. I got enough problems. I'm out. I'd say a couple days go by, lots of text messages. She started blowing up my phone about her kid well, she really wants to get to know you. And I think you should, if we're going to take this to the next level. And I'm like, finally, I sent her a text. I said, look, we're not taking this to any level. I don't want to do this anymore. I just thought it'd be fun. I'm good. I'm good. Good luck with your life. No feelings, no hard feelings. Well, I think you've really led me on. Then her sister blows up my phone. I need you to call me. I don't. ASAP call me. 911. So finally I call. What? Look, I know it might seem like she's aggressive, but she just really likes you. And I'm like, this is stupid. Like, I'm too old for this. This is petty high school and you're in a cult. So go, you know... Branch Davidian herself somewhere else. And I'm out. So I go about my business. I go to the club. Do you know that those girls, her couple friends and sisters, and I throw up the air quotes because one was her sister and the other girls were not, but she called them her sisters, would show up to the club, try to get in. Then they would get in. Then they would sit there and continue to follow me and watch me and bug me and report back to her what I was doing. I had to kick them out of the club. And finally I said, look, none of those girls are allowed back in here anymore. It got to the point where one night I went to bed, I woke up, I had 52 text messages. Where are you at, call me, what's going on? I wanna see you, I'm sorry, I think we should talk you know what? We should do this. I'm sorry I came across too strong. Why don't you come on over? You know what? I'll come on over. I'll only be a few minutes. I'll make it up to you. You won't be, you won't be sorry. You'll love my family. What? Did you hear rumors about us? No. Yes, we have a church, but it's okay. You can be part of it one day. Crazy, crazy cult-like behavior. Finally, I met her one time in public somewhere and I flat out looked at her and I said, let me break it down to you. I don't care what you do. I don't care what you believe in. I am sleeping with somebody else. Do not want to sleep with you. Do not text me. Do not call me. Do not come to the club. Don't come anywhere where you think I might be. The next time you do that, I promise you it'll be the last time. Either the cops are going to be involved or somebody far worse. Dude, she sat there, started bawling her eyes out and told me that I was sent to her by the devil to tempt her and that he almost won and she would have lost her soul had she brought me to that church. And I was like, yup, you're right. I did. Satan sent me. And you know what, at this point, if you believe that, I am the devil. Please go away. And she took off. I never heard from her again. In what world, though, is this woman and her family like this cult behavior? Like, so the whole time that we were in school, they were going to a church that was run by their family. And nobody else. And the only reason, that the only way you could get into it was if you either married into the family or planned on it. They literally were running a cult. A, a Duggar cult. And she was so ingre- aggressive. And I thought about it. What if I slept with her? What would have happened then? Could you imagine and extrapolate the craziness If she would have gotten pregnant or, or maybe she would have said something, I did something else. She would have trapped me. I would have been stuck in this cult. She was cult. Creepiest girl I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I knew it was weird back in the day, but I had no idea that we were going to this level, this Waco level. I mean, she literally was planning out my life. No wonder her husband abused her. Ah, I'm sorry. That was bad, but I'm just saying, and then I don't even, here's the thing. I don't even know if that's true. She talked a little bit about it, but how do I know that's true? What if he was completely normal and just tried to get out of there and she was the crazy one? Because I got to be honest with you. That sounds like a real story to me. I'm not saying that he didn't do it. Maybe he did and nobody deserves to be beat for the most part, but this girl scared me. She built a church somewhere and only her family was there. We're like, what are you talking about? I mean, am I wrong? Like that's total cult, cult like behavior. She was super aggressive, planning out my life. We could be together and we're going to do, I was like, it was almost like dear Stan, you know, like I, I had no idea. She went from quiet girl to sex crazed cult maniac that wanted my seed. Scariest thing ever, man. But that's why dating sucks. You pick the weird ones and it goes way too weird. Like, not weird like, hey, I'm in anime and every now and then I like to dress up like Pikachu. Like, you know, okay, like that's fine, whatever. Like, I don't get it, but okay. No, 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 this is I'm in a cult and you're coming with me. And I was going to lose my soul because the devil sent you. I think the opposite. I think the devil sent you. My soul was in jeopardy. You're the crazy one. Yes, she wolf. Ya siren throwing your kuka around trying to get me in there. Come on. It's insane. But that's why dating sucks, because you never know. You just never know. You're like, yeah, okay, this girl's kind of weird, but she's kind of cute. She could be fun. Nope. She's in a cult. Or hey, this girl's kind of cute. She's kind of quiet. Oh, she's a silver, she's a serial killer. No wonder I could tell because she just made a lampshade out of her ex boyfriend. It's awful. God. It's like you got to know somebody for 17 years and then hope for the best. Then you got to get to know him again. Then you got to, you know, before you sleep with them, you got to know more. Then you sleep with them. Then you got to stay engaged with them for another 20 and then maybe get married. And by that time, they're too old. So if they are crazy, it doesn't matter anyway. You only got a few years left. People out here dating left and right and swiping left and getting engaged. I'm like, y'all are nuts, dude. I had a girl smile at me the other day. I'm like, she's in a cult. Nope, I'm good. There's a super cute girl that I see all the time. She waves, she says hi. And I'm like, mm, nah, there's something, trouble, I don't know, she probably drinks, you know, rabbit blood, I don't know, I'm, I'm out, hey Brandon, you want to go out? Nope, you're in a cult, you just can't date random people, it's just wild, I don't know how people do it, oh, I went on a date the other night, you know, I swiped left, cool, you're still alive? Was it real or was it AI? I mean, like, I I don't know how people do it, man. They're just over on every single Tinder and Bumble and every site. Yeah, I just met this, you know, guy, this girl. Yeah, we went out. He was cute. I'm going to go to his apartment tomorrow. Well, it was nice knowing you. Tell Buffalo Bill I said hello. I just not forget it. What about you guys? You guys got any crazy dating stories out there? Have you dated a cult member? A stalker maybe maybe somebody who's a serial killer and you don't even know it or maybe you thought they were Have you ever dated somebody that you're like one way is this way and the minute that you get behind closed doors they are something completely different probably the most terrifying thing you've ever seen in your life I definitely want to hear from you guys you can email me at the life of an average Joe podcast at gmail.com or go to the life of an average Joe podcast.com of course I'm on all social media outlets And you can drop messages right on Spotify, too. Pretty cool. Thanks for listening. Sorry, guys, I had to wrap up the story fast. I told you I didn't want to redo this story. I had a great podcast, and I lost it. Just disappeared off the grid. The Matrix broke it. I had to redo it all over again. Just part of my COVID problems. But I'm glad I did it because it is a fun story. And I'm just thinking about that psycho right now. I'm not curious enough to look that look them up and see where they are. I feel like they have like radar and they'll find me. But God, when I I go back to Michigan, I want to like drive by the house and be like, are they still there. Did They add on to their cult church. But then I'm afraid she'll have a radar and be like, Brandon's around. Maybe he wants me again. Anyway, guys, I'll be back next week, COVID-free. This has been another great episode of the Life of an Average Joe podcast. Thanks for listening. Shout out to my crew at Summer Moon. Sorry I've not been there in a long time. Although the other day when I was sick with COVID, I did a pickup order and I ran there. That, you know, like walked there and I grabbed my stuff. Totally incognito. Grabbed it. Walked right out. But I'll be back. We've got a live show coming from Summer Moon once they do their uh, expansion, which I know they're working very, very hard on. Um, I've seen it, so I'm excited for that. Hopefully that'll be coming this fall and, uh, I'll do a live show from summer moon. We'll talk about all the fun stuff going on there. Maybe get some of the crew on from summer moon and they could talk about what they got planned for 2024 until next week, guys, you have a good one.